<laughs> Welcome everyone to Fire and Water, the podcast. I am Tennyson Wolf. I'm with my friend and co-host, Quinita Robertson. Hello, Quinita. Hi, Tennyson. <laughs> and uh, in this podcast, we offer it as a contribution to ourselves and people coming of age in this age. We seek to cultivate uh, wise leaders, one show at a time, we could say, and soulful leaders. This is language that you and I keep using, Quinita. So wise and soulful leaders. Uh, today, we are going to talk, explore, wonder, wander a little bit on a, on a January morning, January 2021. We're going to wander a little bit into the subject of independence and connection. And I think a bunch of other things, but that can be the starting point. I'm going to pause there, Quinita, and welcome you to say some say some things that help us begin this journey. Okay, I like that we're starting off the year talking about independence and interdependence and all that good stuff. Um, Tennyson, you and I have been in conversation around this whole idea that there's no such thing as independence that um, the idea I think of independence was born from trauma. It's a trauma response. You know, that when we experience a trauma, I think it makes us believe that the divine or spirit or God has left us. And then we think we're responsible for our own survival. But I don't think it's true. I think that um, our job is in our survival. Our job is to keep our promise whatever that is this lifetime. And I, I think that this whole idea of um, independence for me, how I've held it for such a long time is that we move from codependence to independence to interdependence. But if independence doesn't exist and say we're always in a state of dependency, then what I think is, um, what I now believe is that when we're standing in lack or fear or scarcity, it's codependence. When we're standing in abundance or love, it's interdependence. And just being been on my own personal exploration about what does that mean for who we are individually and collectively? Um, you know, we live in a country that was started with a declaration of independence. And so I've been playing with this, what if, you know, um, if independence doesn't exist, then our whole foundation yeah. is from that wound, right? Yeah. Which I know we've talked about before, um, but, you know, maybe it's time to co-create a declaration of interdependence. <laughs> I'll add that just as the first layer <laughs> to this conversation. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. I'm, um... Yeah, I feel like I've got a, a bunch of things because as I've shared with you, this conversation that seemed to peak up about two weeks or so ago has really stayed with me over these two weeks. So it's almost like every day I feel like, oh, there's another thing and I'm reaching for a pen to kind of add to a, a drawing that I already have on a paper in front of me or, or create a new one for that matter. So there's lots that's there. Um, and, and Quinita, I want to just play it a little bit further uh, because I, I know there's a shift or there's some aha-ing that you're doing yourself. We're doing it together, I suppose. But some aha-ing around, oh, wait a minute, independence. You know, I used to think it was this and now I think it's this. You've had a shift. Um, 
and it, it's a pretty attractive shift to me or pretty insightful and helpful and fruitful kind of shift. Uh, why, why do you think you're in this shift? I think part of it is, um, <clears throat> you know, I've dropped into another layer of really getting that it's always just between us and God or the divine or whatever you call it. Mm. And that um, the divine lives through other people and through things. Mm -hmm. And that's our experience. We're always in co-creation with God. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so for me in this deeper level of getting, oh, you know, I think that I'm upset with this person, but it's not really them. It's my relationship with, with spirit and the divine. And am I really trusting or am I not, right? Um, and for me, um, nature is synonymous with the soul. And so in finishing this book um, that Amy and I have been working on, the Underground Railroad, I, we, she and I were walking through the woods. And so we're out in nature and that was the first time that I felt this peace. And I heard myself speak it around, you know, I think we, we misunderstand dependence. Mm -hmm. We think dependence is, we hold it as being negative or even need as being negative um, or shameful in some way, shape or form, or, mm -hmm. you know, in a country that believes we can go it alone. <laughs> we have this, um, this kind of holding of those two things that I think has some um, cloud over them. And yeah. so what came to me in the walk was that it's not true, <laughs> that we all, yeah. we all need, we all, you know, have a dependence. And if it's really the divine through each person, then it's not, yeah. it's not a bad thing to need the divine. Yeah. Um, and or so then each other or, or each other you know well yes yes um or even things yeah so you know because if everything that happens is out to gift us and not to get us hmm. then of course even the things that we've deemed as bad like one of the things that came up in that conversation and that walk with amy was even addictions you know that mm -hmm. addictions show up because they're consistent mm -hmm. they're serving a need of course, now that would be on the codependency side because mm -hmm. it's around fear mm -hmm. and scarcity. Mm -hmm. But knowing that helps <laughs> to know, like even that has purpose. Good. Yeah. Ah, can I jump in then with yeah. some of that? Yeah. Um, independence, boy, that's a revered kind of term. You know, like whoa, we celebrate your independence and. I have lived uh, so, so much of my life very oriented that way in my own version of, you know, trying to do good things and probably create some protection. So when you say this earlier, just a few moments ago in the born from trauma, um, my brain and heart usually thinks in terms of, well, here's an upside and here's a downside. And even though that's like really oversimplified language, I find it just it, it just points to a version of wholeness that uh, sort of weaves slash integrates the two together. Because when I think of the responsibility, when I think of independence, a closely located neighbor word there is around responsibility. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, that's heavy, isn't it? <laughs> and uh, are there good things in responsibility? Oh yes, of course. You know, any of the things that we do to 
you know, to contribute or to grow ourselves, etc. All of that. For me, I would stand in the stand in the territory that says, "Good, good work," you know. And then, you know, so now dot dot dot. There's a little more to the conversation, so as to not just get lost in in uh, it's. There's, there's nothing ever wrong with responsibility and independence. Then it shifts back down into, um, you know, the downside here is if, if within any of us, I'll bring it back to me, but this is true for, for more universally. If I can never, because of that desire for independence, never fully trust, whether it be God or the world or people around me, or even myself for that matter, then that's that's not such a good outcome of, of all of that. So to me, there's an upside downside that is important in the conversation. Um, interesting that you share the walk that you were having the other day out in nature and all of a sudden you got this aha, you know, that, that has shifted a few things here. Um, I, a month and a half or so ago, in a moment of fatigue, stress, breakdown, discouragedness, discouragement, um, one of my insights was I, I need to be in nature. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that translates a little bit to I'm going to take a walk every day or in, in my current circumstance, I'm going to take a walk in the neighborhood and whether it's 10 minutes or an hour, I need to be outside. Like the thing underneath that was being, I think something like this, being in relationship with nature or giving myself or committing myself more to nature. It just brings me into an already sort of vastly connected world. I think this is true. I'm struggling with some of the words, but it, it brings me into an already existing like ecosystem of connection. Even if it's just, look at that, there's a blue sky. Look at that, there's a tree. Look at that even, there's a garbage can on the street that I'm walking down that has blue sky beyond it. Being able to, um, yeah, I think that's it be in nature brings out an already existing I am nature <laughs> and it, it just even for a moment you know because it doesn't stay forever for me but it it reveals a, a, an ecosystem of connection that already exists and just makes it more like palpable for even just a minute and something feels incredibly healthy about that to me i got another thing but i want to pause see see where you go i think you know you were just speaking about <laughs> responsibility and mm -hmm. i think so often what we hold as responsibility is really reactability mm. you know responsibility is the ability to respond but mm -hmm. so often if it's you know if it comes from the trauma it's reactability and not responsibility <laughs> And so it made me think of, I had a year that I described um, my life as, you know, um, God saying surrender and me saying no, mm -hmm. and God saying surrender and me saying, but you left me. And God saying, I didn't leave you. It just didn't look the way you thought it should, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
And so this piece around like, how do we um, identify even when we're in a, in a place of reactability and not responsibility? Mm-hmm. And, you know, responsibility, uh, even that we each carry a piece of that in our communal way together in our interdependent way together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm responsible to, to respond, to do what I can in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are responsible to do your piece, yeah. right? <laughs> um, and that helps to lock into and to form that interdependence. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a culture though mm-hmm. that has so mistaken the shame, blame and guilt for responsibility, mm-hmm. but they're very different things. You know, um, and so that's a piece of what I heard when you were talking about the responsibility piece. The vigilance that goes with shame, blame, and guilt. (laughs) If that were noble. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Can I, uh, can I add one more piece? Yep. Um, This goes, oh boy, this goes back a few years, but in some way for the last, I'm going to call it 25 years. Oh boy. I want to say 15, but it's really 25 (laughs) for the last forever, let's say, Um, uh, since grad school, I think for me in organizational behavior, there's been something in me that just came alive by way of thinking systems, thinking and interconnections and things like that. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are in this field of study and practice and application. And sometimes that can sound like it's really esoteric philosophical stuff um uh and and so be it let's not be afraid of what is i'm going to call it slightly different the story under the story under the story you know what's the more root stories that we can get to that that are that help define or guide etc and you know that includes something like and what are the guiding stories that we thought were really good but actually turned out not to be quite so good so to me, there's always a search for what's underneath systems, connection, ecosystems is a part of that. And uh, in my, my brain and in my fingers uh, on page through my fingers and pen, what that's often looked like is I just create this, it really looks like a network. You know, it's, uh, it's 12 X's on a page randomly placed and then lines connecting every triangular possibility. And then on the ones that are on the edges, you know, there's lines that connect to some blanks. It's like an infinite systems map, super simple, right? And something in me just continues to draw those kind of things. Um, The relevance here is that a couple or somewhere in the last two weeks when you said, you know, I don't think independence exists or is a thing. um, It took me into that, that map that I doodle, like I doodle and scribble that one a lot. And what it did for me was point out one, you know, what, what if it's all there and it's all connected anyway? I think it starts there. It's all connected anyway. And every now and then, <coughs> excuse me, I want to say more frequently too, we are able to create some experience, conditions, or surrender ourselves to some experiencing conditions where that 
level of connectivity becomes more visible and more palpable. And then it might be, so it, it sort of like pops up out of the map for a little bit. In my scribbling of it, it becomes a, you know, a spiral that is in one part of the map. That's super interesting stuff to me. Let me pull it down though to an example. Like I think that matters to teams. I think that matters to communities. I think that matters to life in general. I think it matters to people, friendships, etc. And I'm I'm not able to approach it with a lot of sophistication from like biological or ecological language and stuff. It just it rests in connection. You know, everything is connected. I like the spiritual narrative or what is often called a spiritual narrative that says everything is connected anyway. Um, what's the Zen line? Uh, everything is connected. Everything changes. Pay attention. That's another one that I've used a few times that I really love. Okay. But pulling all of that down, I was sharing with you earlier how over the last four or five days, I've had my daughter and son-in-law staying with me. Um, we've, uh, in a, in a kind of quarantined way, COVID style, uh, just being, you know, just the, just the three of us really. And it means that we've been under the same roof. It means that we've been waking up and sharing breakfast and going for walks and, and asking each other, you know, so what did you learn today? What have you, what have you, what do you know today that you didn't know this morning or yesterday? It's been fun. It's been communal and it's been fun family communal. For me, these are deep heartstrings. Uh, well, yesterday it became time for my daughter and son-in-law to shift. They were going over to be with some other family and, and um, were able to do that. So it was kind of goodbye here. And I feel the, oh, you know, the, the, the rawness of that goodbye and uh, the tenderness of that goodbye. You know, the, the hugs that are tears and a few whispers into the ear and, you know, I'm proud of you. Go do good. I love you. Kind of, kind of messages. Um, pulling all of that. So that's just like real stuff, you know, for me or fresh material, fresh stuff. Uh, pull that back in to family with my, in this case, daughter, son-in-law. We're already connected and woven into some kind of web however you envision some of that. And these experience, in this case, five days together, does something to just amplify the, the intensity or the frequency or the something there of that already existing connection. And when that happens, you know, wow, look at that. And of course it ends, you know, of course it's like goodbye. But I, I think why I'm saying it, I'm thinking it out loud a little bit, is what I don't want to say goodbye to is just even that orientation. You know, this, the scarcity part of me would say, oh, we're connected and now we're not. And mm -hmm. instead of using sort of that networked image, it's more like a job chart and, you know, and, and we become hardly connected satellite offices or something with one another. I don't want to say goodbye to the basic worldviews, which, which feels like a much more indigenous kind of worldview, to say we're all connected anyway and live into more of that. That feels incredibly helpful and real and satisfying to me. Still working out the words on that, but that's some of it. Let me pause there. One of the things that I 
tell my children often, mm-hmm. um, especially when I was traveling more, <laughs> mm-hmm. was no matter where in the world you are, mm-hmm. no matter where in the world I am, I'm always your mother. Yeah. And it speaks to some of what I think you're, you're talking about, because I don't say that just in label. <laughs> You know, I say that and also just an ability to like, and I say to them, if I need to get to you, I'll find a way to get to you, yeah, right? So- like, like um, that it's constant. It doesn't change because we're not in the same room with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a holding of that. The other thing I think you're talking about systems work and um And one of the things that I've struggled with, with a lot of systems work is I think that we think um, we can change things on a systems level without shifting things individually. Yeah. Hmm. But the shift is, I believe, transcend and include. So if we look at the, um, you know, we live on these different layers of the egocentric, the personal layer the ethnocentric, the, the, the we or cultural or ethnic layer, mm-hmm. and then the world-centric, which is to me the spiritual or the whole layer, mm-hmm. the, um, all of us. And I think what we often will do is we'll go into a company or go into a community and we try to change things and shift behavior, and we can't shift behavior, on a ethnic layer or a cultural layer. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not doing and we're not tending to the individual pieces on the egocentric layer. Mm -hmm. Um, And what happens is because growth is transcend and include, if you don't do that layer of the egocentric layer, it'll sabotage the ethnocentric layer every time. It eventually will bubble up Mm. and the work you've done in the systems at that layer will shift and be turned and and go, it'll contaminate it. Mm. (laughs) Because unless we're doing, you know, it's this spirit lives in paradoxes. So there's no independence, but we do have a self, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And so there's still the self that we need to tend to that is part of the interdependent relationship that we're, relationship that we're in. Yeah. You've said this a bunch of times and it's one of the things that was really exciting to me is we, we think, you know, from a perspective of how to change, et cetera, yes, one approach is we're going to change the whole system. And, and to me, there's something good about thinking that way, etc. Mm-hmm. But what you and I tend to bring with people is this crazy, simple twist of idea that says, change yourself. Yeah. And then the system will change with you. Because so, you're part of it. Because, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. it's trying to figure a little bit more of that out. But it, it's like some people will dismiss the personal Mm-hmm. Effort, responsibility, presencing, et cetera, to say, no, we got to focus on the bigger system, the bigger community, the bigger challenge, the bigger problem, the bigger dream, whatever that is. But as an as another, I don't even like my own language here, but as another theory of change, mm-hmm. if you work on yourself or work on your team, let's say, and and you if you become what you want to become your neighbors can't help but feel that. Yes. They can't help but adapt to some of that or have another choice of what to adapt to or to become or to have permission to do. It's it's like tuning fork kind of stuff or, 
you know, guitar string. I've heard somebody talk about like, you know, if you play the, if you play a string on the guitar, then other, other stringed instruments near it will, will feel that vibration and, and, you know, try to come to that vibration. Uh, there's something about how we show up, do our work, and that itself changes not only us, but it changes our neighbors and it changes, and it, it see, I still have to say it has the possibility, it has the possibility of changing the, the broader system. That's yummy. Yes. Because it's, because we are interdependent mm-hmm. or be, and dependent on each other, it doesn't have the possibility. It changes because we're part of the system. Yeah, you know, it, it's like it, and and to me, we so think by changing the world, we'll change ourselves, but it's only the opposite. By changing ourselves, we change the world because we're part of the world. Yeah. So yeah. by definition, if we're part, if 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 we are really dependent on each other, that mm-hmm. means if I step forward, you are moved in some shape or form. Yeah. You know, and I think the piece that we've. The, the, you know, I'm always, I, I've talked lately about looking for balance. And I think the thing that we've missed in the systems thinking of the whole and shifting is again, you can shift behavior for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And we, and that's needed and helpful at times. Mm-hmm. You know, I use the example here in Cincinnati when we had the collaborative agreement, we had 10 years where we didn't have a policeman shoot and kill a person here. Mm-hmm. That matters. But because we weren't doing the egocentric layer of healing, trauma wants to be healed and will always float to the surface. Mm. So that individual trauma starts to bubble up and bubble up and bubble up, and it sabotages the systems, the behavior systems work you did in the first place. Mm. And so it's not an either or, as with spirit, often it's a yes and. Yeah. Uh, that, that's just good. I, 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 and now we're into a nine-part series, on, <laughs> right? So it's just good stuff, and I'm glad to stir some of that up. I, yeah. I know for me, in a closing words way, maybe if we've yeah. got something to tuck this in for right now. Yeah. Uh, I, when I am, <laughs> when I'm working with myself, which tends to be always, <laughs> I'm working on myself. That is. <laughs> Or, or helping to guide or coach others in some of their work, their facilitation, their team building, etc. Often I'll use the encouragement, as an encouragement that says, your, your presence matters more than your performance. I don't need you to, it's interesting that you're really slick at what you do. But if you're not like there in the room, if you're not present in yourself, in what you are being or sharing or guiding, then it, it's, it's like, it's flat. We've, we've really missed out on something. Um, that's not to like, you know, criticize in ways that blame shames, etc. It's just to reorient the story there. It is your presence that matters more than your performance. You know, it's not your slickness, it's your realness. <laughs> I think that's it for me mm-hmm. right now. How about you? I think for my last piece, I would just say that um, we say often that we're all connected. Mm-hmm. And what I think I often wonder is what the hell does that look like on the ground? Yeah. And so if we're all connected, it's the so what, right? If we're all connected, that means mm-hmm. if I show up and I get myself in the room, 
I can compel you to meet me there because we're connected. That's what it means. Mm -hmm. It means that my soul then speaks directly to yours and our souls are dying to meet each other. So it responds. Mm -hmm. That's so much of what I think we do in our work is that we show up. You know, we always say, get, we got to get us in the room. If we get us in the room, you know, we can bring everybody with us. That's good. All right. Thank you for today's, this morning's, this first in this format conversation, uh, podcasty kind of thing that you and I are involved in of 2021. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and to all those listening, thank you for listening today. Um, thanks for your support, for your sharing, for your, uh, you know, taking ideas and playing with them a little bit or adding to them uh, in the name of creating some wise and soulful experience and leadership. Um, if you wish further information for Quinita and I, we have our shared website, which is fireandwaterleadership.weebly.com. That gives information about our, our signature fire and water program, which we're getting nearer to stepping into in 2021 for a second cohort group uh, and with still some room for people to come and add, add to, join to that group. Uh, Quinita's website is nazuzu.com, N-Z-U-Z-U.com. The Canadian in me wants to say N-Z-U-Z-U.com. And uh, mine is tennisonwolf.com. Thanks, everybody, uh, for being with today. Thank you.